Sheep's head. Pterosaur. Parkour. Welcome to Knickknack News. I'm Anthony. And I'm Alex. And my first story today is animal news. <laughs> this is from BBC.com. And the headline is, Fish with human teeth caught in North Carolina. Nope. <laughs> I have a picture of this, but I have a feeling you don't want to see it, because I feel like this is the type of thing that I think, you get grossed out by, unless think, you saw it already. I think I've heard of this kind of fish, maybe. Yeah. But I still don't like it. Um... Yes, so I will go into that. So a photo of a fish that looks like it has human teeth was shared on Facebook this week. Oh, wait, is it called a sheep's head wrasse? It's called a sheep. Oh, a sheep's head fish. I don't know. Maybe a sheep's oh, okay. head. I seem to some other of... type of. Yeah, but that's the name of the fish. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. Yeah, and so they actually normally have teeth in their mouth, and they're just kind of like molar teeth. But every once in a while, somebody finds one that has like weirdly human looking teeth which is like not normal like it's my impression is that that's that's not normal this person found one like that and posted it and it is like so creepy looking. they sneak into your house at night and steal your teeth do you want to see it kind of oh no <laughs> oh no they're so oh they're so human they're and so there's so many looking. of them and they're like in the well, yeah, I think too? like you see the the ones in the bottom. I think that's like normal actually for them. That's wild. Like oh, that part. Oh, it's God. this yeah, this it's part that's, that's just... not like they oh. they have like just little te- things and like it's, molars, but this yeah. is like it looks like a human mouth. No, it's they so fully creepy. have whatever the front ones are called. <laughs> like um, I don't remember the name. Oh my gosh, I just forgot too. I, what are these called? Incisors in my head, but that's one of the that's side, the side ones, ones. And you got like canines. I don't What are the front teeth called? Oh my gosh, why have I forgotten this? I definitely have known this in my life. <laughs> By something. By That's frontal a- teeth. <laughs> yes, my bifrontal teeth. Uh- <laughs> okay, well, we're both uh, we're both having some brain fog here, but yeah. I'm sure I'll remember it later. Anyway, <laughs> apologies. I should know the name of this. <laughs> Um, you keep going. I'm really, gonna look this you're going to look it up while I'm reading. Okay. Um, so yeah, so this photo was shared on Facebook by Jeanette's Pier, a fishing destination in North Carolina. Um, it's a sheep's head fish. We talked about how it like normally has teeth in it. Um, uh, people think it was given that name due to the teeth in its mouth, or it supposedly looks like a sheep mouth or something. Oh, those are the um, incisors. They are incisors, the front ones. Yeah, I guess so. Oh, I thought those were side teeth. Canines incisors. Well, I also molars, forgot that. So. Molars. Yeah. We both forgot that then, I guess. Bicuspid is the other word you were thinking of, but that's the ones, that's another name Those for premolar. Back. Yeah. yeah, okay. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt. Well, I, I think just... bifrontal teeth bifrontal, makes more yeah. sense. No, so. I mean, I think we got it. I think we nailed it in one. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, basically all that's left of this story is that this guy, Nathan Martin, caught this fish and then posted this on Facebook with the hashtag big teeth, big times. <laughs> And apparently it went viral. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think it was because of the hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know how he came up with that. But um, that is it. Yeah, that's that's what happened. So right. we learned about the sheep's head teeth. And the names of the teeth. Sheep's head fish. I mean, sheep's head fish <laughs> and the names of the teeth. Yeah. 
incisors, canines, bicuspids, molars. I'm pointing at them like that. What about the ones on the bottom? It's the same. It's just, I think, isn't it? Are they? I think the front teeth are the incisors. And then... And then the canines. The pointy ones are the canines. Bicuspids. Bicuspids. And and molars. molars. Okay. Yeah. So we learned something today. Dentistry. At least according to the one article I looked at. Hopefully that was accurate (laughs) information. My first story is animal news. This is from the New York Post. Video shows bear strolling through California grocery store. What? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Surprised we don't see this more often. Like, yeah, like they break food... into people's houses all the time, but grocery store is just full of food, and yeah, the doors actually, open automatically. <laughs> the doors just open for them. Well, normally I bet it's because there's like so many people there, yeah. but maybe like just maybe there's less people around lately, just because people are staying home. That's probably maybe it. I don't know. I'm just speculating, but yeah, anyway, that's a yeah. good guess. Um, so many shoppers at the Ralph's in the Porter Ranch section of Los Angeles weren't too, sh- too scared to shoot footage of the 125-pound wild animal, which was chased out by some brave workers. So apparently some of the workers at the store chased it out of there. That, that's pretty brave. It's pretty brave. I think you would just I, I, just let it go. Just let it wander you, a little how bit. How big was it? Uh, they said 125 pounds. I think it was like a black bear. Okay. So it wasn't like a – I saw the 120. video of it. It wasn't that – Large, but I mean, it's still a bear. Yeah, yeah. Still an adult bear. Um, uh, actress uh, Tisha Campbell was one of the people who was there, and she posted her encounter on TikTok and then filmed herself as she cautiously headed to her car in the parking lot. Um, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to censor myself here, and, but I, I couldn't resist this quote from her. <laughs> it says, It's not like I'm in a secluded area. I'm in my effing local grocery store, <laughs> she says. <laughs> Just expressing yeah, like her totally... incredulity that there was a bear it's in unexpected. her grocery store. Um, <laughs> the California Department of Fish and Wildlife caught up with the animal at a Walmart nearby. So apparently after they just said <laughs> another house, it ended up at a it Walmart. Went Walmart. It went to Walmart. Um, officials tranquilized the animal and brought it to a safe location. So Okay, that's good. But it's Okay, that's the best part of this whole story. That's the best part of the whole story. Well, it's like I got kicked out of Rouse. I wasn't done with my shopping. I guess I'll go to Walmart. There's a Walmart down the street. There's a Walmart right down the street. I saw it on my way over to the Rouse. They probably also have produce there. So, like, I'll just uh, just, just wander in there. Maybe they're they're more accepting. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Well, I'm glad nobody was hurt and nothing like that. No, no one was hurt and the bear is fine. Um, Just probably a little confused when it woke up and that's all. Yeah. Like, where's my shopping? <laughs> where's my shopping? I went shopping. I want my groceries. <laughs> what am I going to cook for the week? I have three cubs at home. Uh. <laughs> my next story is animal news again. Hey. Hey. This is from sciencenews.org. And the headline is, squirrels use parkour tricks when leaping from branch to branch. What? A scientific study <laughs> has shown that this is true. And they all shout, <laughs> parkour, as they do and it. They show, yeah. And, and um, they film themselves. Yeah. They have GoPros now. It's like a trend yeah. in the squirrel they community. they post them on TikTok, obviously. Right. Yeah. <laughs> So, a detailed look at how squirrels navigate narrow branches that bend and sway with the wind, 
Um, this article noted where the smallest error could spell death (laughs) shows that the rodents make split second calculations to balance trade-offs between branch bendiness and the distances between tree limbs when they're like jumping around. And for particularly tricky jumps, squirrels improvise parkour style moves in midair to stick the landing (laughs) researchers report in uh, the August 6th issue of science. Oh, wow. That's, that's the one. That's the one. <laughs> that's the journal with all the science in it. Yeah. So when jumping between bendy branches, a squirrel must, must assess how far it has to jump and, and it has to like know when to leap off the branch to like get to the next one, you know, naturally. Mm-hmm. So if it's like off, like if it's too early, you know, it can fall short, you know, just normal, like it has to jump, it has to figure out like how much power it needs and stuff like that. And, um, they actually like take into account like the dynamics of the branches themselves to figure that out is wow. basically what they fig- they figured out in this study. Um, so the research team set up an artificial forest obstacle course um, in California, uh, and then they used peanuts to coax free range fox squirrels into running and jumping through a series of acrobatic tests, and they like filmed it and did all these calculations and stuff. Okay, and they found out that. Um, if the branch was, like, really bendy, they jumped from it earlier, like, further from, like, the end of it, uh, to and which they speculate just because they know that that actually maximizes their, like, lift-off force if they do that uh-huh. versus, like, jumping from the end. So they noticed that they, they do that. And then they also um, recorded that for, like, if they needed to land either, like, higher or lower than the starting point, Many squirrels rotated midair or used their legs to, like, jump off adjacent vertical walls or, like, other surfaces. And that's the part that was, like, parkour style. Like, they were doing parkour (laughs) style moves to, like, get to the next spot. Wow. And um, they studied this in depth, and it was really cool. And they published a whole thing on it. That's awesome. So they're, yeah. like, they're doing like advanced physics calculations and they're, it's like that meme of the lady with like the equations in front of her eyes, yes, just like yeah. that, but it's in like slow motion for a squirrel. Just like, whoa. Yeah. But basically, yeah. Like they just, they like naturally know how to like manipulate their bodies just to do these like advanced acrobatic stuff, which like makes sense. Cause like squirrels mm-hmm. just, you know, they can just do that, but they actually like really studied in detail, which it, they were, it's cool. Cause they were saying like, people don't normally or like do this kind of study. Like they might study like parts of a squirrel jumping, like the beginning only or something. But this was like, they were looking at like the whole process and looking mm-hmm. at the math behind it and everything. And like, yeah, it was cool. Wow. All right. Squirrels keep it up. They're natural parkour <laughs> acrobats. Yeah. Wearing tiny little backwards baseball hats and yes. themselves with GoPros. <laughs> yeah. My next story is dinosaur news. This is from smithsonianmag.com. This is nice, nice. Uh, giant dragon-like flying reptile fossil discovered in Australia. Ooh. We found a dragon, you guys. Real dragons. Except dragons are real. I mean, it's a, it's a pterosaur. Okay. Spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> not an actual dragon, but pretty but close. What is a dragon? Yeah, what's a, what's a dragon really? It doesn't um, have to breathe fire. It can just like fly around and have sharp pointy teeth. Why which not? is exactly what this is. So. Right. I figured. Nailed it. Uh, so a giant winged reptile found in Australia is the newest member of the extinct group of flying reptiles called pterosaurs, and it's the continent's largest ever flying reptile, according to a new study published in the Journal of Vertebrate Paleontology. Uh, Tim Richards, a University of Queensland PhD candidate and study co-author, said, it's the closest thing we have to a real-life dragon. 
which I, oh, based on the right. artist's rendition of it, I would agree. Ooh. Uh, in addition to its 23-foot wingspan, wow. it's 23 feet, which is like apparently about as lar- long as like a bus. So just imagine that. Um, the creature had a three-foot-long skull with a pointed snout and around 40 sharp teeth. So... Sounds like a dragon to me. Yeah, that's pretty dragon-like. Pretty Sounds pretty much like a dragon. Uh, this pterosaur likely lived and hunted for fish near the Aramanga Inland Sea, a large inland sea that once occupied most of eastern Australia during the early Cretaceous period. Uh, though the fossil was found in northwest Queensland over a decade ago, researchers weren't able to prove it was a new species until now. Uh, and they named it uh, Thapangaka Shawi, which incorporates words from the now extinct language of the Wanamara Nation, one of Australia's indigenous first peoples groups. Um, and the genus name, like translated, means spear mouth, which seems appropriate for something with that many teeth. Um, because they have brittle, lightweight bones, it's apparently challenging to find pterosaur fossils uh, in Australia or anywhere else in the world. Hmm. Um, this discovery marks the third species of this particular type of pterosaur, which is called like an, uh, an anhanguarian pterosaur, anhanguarian, I don't know. Um, just, it's just a type of, uh, pterosaur, but it's the, uh, the third okay. species of it known to science, all of which have so far come from Western Queensland. So yeah, we found a dragon. Is what I is what I took from that. I, I don't know about you. That 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 is the main thing that I took as well. Yeah. So, look, um, I, from now on, feet is just. Yeah. I can't even imagine what that would look like. I mean, I kind of can if you when you said it was like the size of a bus. Like, imagine a bus, and then imagine a giant pterodactyl that's just as big as the bus, like in front of it, and way, its yeah. wings are like this, and it's in front of it. And then watch it and it's carry alive. away that bus and then full it, of screaming children. <laughs> and then there's people screaming, yeah. yeah. That's what I imagine. Yeah, it's, it's a terrifying thought, really. All right, my next story is technology news. Every time we do this, I would be like, people would watch this, right? People would watch this. <laughs> people love this content. All right, this is from ScienceTimes.com. The headline is, Chameleon-inspired robot from South Korea changes color in real time to match its background. Ooh. Wow. I don't know why I'm I'm making this, like, hand motion for some reason. I don't know. No, it got the point across completely. (laughs) Okay. Um, A team of researchers led by Seoul National University has developed a soft robot with skin inspired by a chameleon. It can change colors instantly to match its background and camouflage. So an artificial chameleon skin covers the back of this robot. It's like a little walking. It actually looks kind of like a chameleon, like they made it look like a lizard thing. Okay. It's 15 inches long and it weighs two pounds. Um, and it can, like, as it walks over different colors, like on the, there's a video of it, like on the, the ground has different colors and it can walk over them and like segments of it will change to match the part of the floor that that part of it is walking over. Whoa. So it's pretty cool looking. Uh, the study was published in Nature Communications, and apparently this is one of the first devices that changes colors and patterns based on its environment like this. So Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's kind of a novel technology. 
The color-shifting skin is made of a thin glaze of liquid crystal that reacts to both temperature and changes and the environment and will change color based on that. Um, the particles in it, can, I don't quite understand how this works, but can like combine and like form structures like within the material that depending on their size will ref- reflect certain colors of light. Oh, so, so like, that's how it works, I guess. It's like if you think of like like crystal arrangements, how they they have different like light uh, traits. I don't know. Uh-huh. So the particles in this thing are like dynamic. Like they can change and change those traits and that's how it works. So it said like, for example, like a, a larger repeating arrangement will give a reddish hue. While if it like rearranges itself to be tighter, it'll get more, a more bluish hue as an example. Okay. Um, and I guess like the way this works is it, it can't, ex- it's, it can't like manipulate itself to match like any color possible. It's more like there's a bunch of like options that it has and it just automatically picks like whatever is like closest or like would cause it to blend in the most with like the background. Um, and it can do patterns too, not just like solid color. Oh, cool. So yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. Um, the article mentioned at the end, apparently that in the paper, they said that the technology could be used to make an invisibility cloak. And I was like, yes, Yes. I want that to exist Mm -hmm. in the world. I want it so I can wear it all the time and people will just leave me alone. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I just want like, you know, like those action movies, like, like Mission Impossible type movies where there's always like there's somebody like hidden in like at a party and they're like against the wallpaper and they have like the same <laughs> pattern as the wallpaper and like this comedy action movies like I just want that to be something that's like a real that's thing like that's actually yeah. like a technology that you can like go up against a wallpaper and just strike like a pose and like people like walk by you and they don't do that. It's the best Halloween costume because you just you just get in front of anybody else's Halloween costume and you're like now I'm this thing. <laughs> There's so many uses for this. Mm-hmm. So it's got a lot. It's yeah. It's got a lot of social and antisocial uses. <laughs> yes, both, both good and bad uses, probably. But <laughs> I'm only thinking of the funny ones, I guess, right now. Yeah. But anyway, I thought that was really cool. Yeah. My next story is food news. This is from CNN. Boozy Mountain Dew is coming in three flavors. <laughs> Whoa. Everyone's been asking for it, and here it is. Have they? Alcoholic Mountain Dew. <laughs> Who was asking for that? I mean, okay, I I'm fine with it, but. Greg was, probably. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who Greg is. Who's Greg? But I think we all know who Greg is. Um, so... <laughs> The newest, okay, entr- okay, the newest okay. entrant into... I'm sorry if there's a Greg listening, and I, I don't know, it's just a name that I pulled out. Yeah, we don't... We weren't... Unless you really are looking forward to this, in which case I was spot on. Anyway, <laughs> the, the newest entrant into the, the spiked seltzer wars is Mountain Dew. Uh, the PepsiCo-owned soft drink is partnering with the Boston Beer Company to make Hard Mountain Dew, a sugar-free canned beverage with 5% alcohol by volume. Uh, I think my favorite thing about this article is the press release, which is so, okay. which is so boring <laughs> and like boring. so boring and vague. So in a press release, the companies said they paired the two together because they quote, understand the importance of delivering new breakthrough innovations to address the changing tastes of drinkers. 
okay, nothing okay, statement. <laughs> that's just a corporate blah. Uh, yeah, okay. that's like literally nothing. Um, it's not. My I have fa- questions. I'm going to wait. It's not my end. favorite part about the statement, uh, though. <laughs> Boston Beer Company said the boozy beverage will be quote marketed to adults of legal age and merchandised consistently with other alcoholic beverages. Why did they need to Why state that? Why was this that? a statement? Like, <laughs> don't worry, we're not going to sell it to children. <laughs> did, um, did they have to say that because they're, they're afraid parents are going to be like, but my kid drinks but Mountain my kid Dew. drinks Mountain Dew. What will I do as a parent who's irresponsible? Um, so it, it comes in three flavors, including original. Uh, watermelon and black cherry, and will hit shelves in early 2022. I I'm deeply distrustful of the watermelon flavor. <laughs> I'm deeply distrustful of this whole charade. <laughs> I don't know what's going on here. Um, and apparently, the Boston Beer Company also produces the Truly brand of hard seltzer. So they're just oh. giving themselves competition, I guess. Okay. Question Uh huh. Does it have caffeine in it? That's a good question. They didn't say. Because doesn't Mountain Dew normally have caffeine? I don't like, know. A lot? Does it? Does it have caffeine or is it, or is it just, just a lot, a lot of, of sugar? sugar? Okay, it's definitely a lot of sugar normally, yeah. but they said they, there was a sugar-free version? This is going to be sugar-free. Oh, okay. And, but not well, but what, alcohol What's the point full. of drinking Mountain Dew if you don't want 50 grams of sugar? I was going to say, I, guess, I don't know. Like, what's, like, what no, is, I, I thought, don't even know how to describe the flavor of Mountain Dew. It's just like it's sugar water with like lime, I guess. It's like, it's very sugary. Like, it's, that's, like the, that's like what you drink when you want like... When you're just like, I just want sugar right now. Right. Like, that's what you... I want sugar, drink. but I want it to be liquid. Like, I literally just want to, like, drink sugar. Like it's my like, veins. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's, that's, that's what the Mountain Dew is. And I want it to look like radioactive waste. <laughs> I want to drink a green liquid <laughs> that will help me feel good for a little bit. <laughs> you know how you describe want the color of the liquid you want to drink usually? Yeah. <laughs> no, but I don't know why I, I don't really drink Mountain Dew ever, but yeah, I, I don't um, either. I, uh, <laughs> I thought it had caffeine in it and now I'm just thinking like, it might, I don't know. Is that an aspect of the They didn't menu? say anything know. about it. That seems, cause then aren't you just making four loco, which I thought was banned, but Yeah. But what if somebody like tried to secretly actually make Four Loko, but it was no, I don't know. There's probably regulations on that. Yeah, like PepsiCo, (laughs) you know, yeah, how they operate. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, okay, that sounds that sounds interesting. Sounds great. Uh, Work on your marketing. I'd be I'd be willing to like try it. I just oh yeah, I'm willing to try stuff. I'll try anything once. That that marketing was a little bit lackluster though. The marketing was very disappointing. Like it's, it's Mountain Dew. It's supposed to be like, yeah, Yeah, Mountain Dew. Yeah. Pump it up. Yeah. (laughs) You want Mountain Dew, but you want to get drunk. (laughs) Like, is not all their branding always just like totally that way? It's totally that way. It's very like, I mean, it's literally somebody in a deep voice going like, yeah, how hard Mountain Dew is spelled like with the MTN, like I, they made Mountain. that. They made that branding change relatively recently. Just like, oh, it's I didn't all caps. That. It's just hard Mountain Dew, Mountain Mountain <laughs> Dew, hard Mountain Dew. Um, anyway, well, I know a lot of people out there are like love Mountain, like huge yeah. die hard Mountain Dew fans. So I'm sure like all those people are probably really excited about this. Actually, yeah, go so, for it. I'll, I'll yeah. try it. All right, it's time for breaking news. The part of the show where Anthony and I look up stories that just happened today or just posted today. And read them to you on the fly. Bye, frontals. <laughs> Ready, set, go. go. 
All right. So I found something on delish.com. Yay. This is just a quick update because it's almost fall. I know it's still August, oh but fall is it actually is. coming soon. Yeah. And I love fall. Although I love summer too. I'm not really ready for summer to be over, really, honestly, but I do really like fall. Anyway, apparently Dunkin' Donuts has announced what their fall lineup is going to be of their drinks and donuts. Okay. Um, uh, and they're releasing it early. I guess sure. like it's gonna come. It's gonna like be available like in August, August eighteenth. Oh wow! Actually, so quite, you're quite gonna early. be able to get um, pumpkin cream cold brews and their version of the pumpkin spice latte, um, starting at the end of August, so, like super early. And then they're also gonna have like apple cranberry drinks and apple cider donuts and like other fall donuts, um, just like available early. So all right, August eighteenth. That's like. That's soon. yeah. This is pretty soon. Yeah. Coming, yeah, I'm like August still feels like summer to me, but right. Well, I mean, I guess if one of like them's cold brew, like that kind of goes with summer. And, That's true. Yeah, it's yeah. like a nice transitional drink, really. <laughs> That's true. Ease yeah, you into fall season with something yeah. cold. Yeah, honestly, like I don't know why people don't have kind of those fall flavors available like other times of the year too. Like it's not yeah. really like. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess I, the pumpkin stuff I get, but, like, apple cider stuff also is, like, want, very fall. And it's I, want, like, I want apple cider apples. all the time. I know. Me, too. I, I never, love apples. I never don't want apple cider. Apples are my favorite fruit. And mm-hmm. I love apple pie, and I love apple cider. Yeah. So why 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 relegate them to the fall when we could spread the joy and have them all, <laughs> all year round? Spread the joy. Spread we the could joy. be happy all year. <laughs> and not Instead just in the fall. Instead of only in the fall. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, so... If you're a huge lover of the pumpkin spice latte, you can get them at Dunkin' like super early this year. So yeah, yay! All right, I found this in CNBC. Wendy's to open 700 ghost kitchens by 2025 with startup company Reef. What is a ghost kitchen? Will you explain? I'm going to explain what a ghost kitchen is, and it's not just a haunted kitchen (laughs) or a kitchen for ghosts. so they, like I said, they announced they'll be opening 700 of these ghost kitchens across the U.S., U.K., and Canada by 2025 through a partnership with Startup Brief Technology. That was the headline. Uh, also known as virtual cloud or dark kitchens, ghost kitchens fulfill delivery orders placed through third-party delivery apps like DoorDash and help restaurants to cut down on costs. So basically, it's like a standalone kitchen without like an inter- like a dining room or a place for people to take orders or any of that. It's just the kitchen and then they fulfill delivery orders. They call it a ghost kitchen because it just kind of floats off by itself. I, I guess. see. <laughs> it's also okay. tra- fully transparent and, <laughs> and, and, and it's, it's, in a, it's in an old library. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it actually does sound like they put them in places like parking lot, like a shipping container in a parking lot. Like, Oh, just like, just like wherever it can fit. Wherever of. they can fit it. Oh, all um, right. So they uh, piloted eight of these kitchens in Canada before making this development plan, and they expect to open about 50 of them this year alone. Um, and then, then this is just, Reef was founded in 2013 as Park Jockey, which they started off just as a parking garage operator, but have since expanded into this ghost kitchen business. Um putting kitchens inside shipping containers located in more than 4,500 parking facilities. So I guess, like, the delivery driver just drive up to the shipping container and get your food from it? 
I don't know. It kind of makes sense. Like, yeah. and, they, and they pointed out like one of the advantages of these is they can put these in like less desirable areas, like places that don't necessarily have like the most curb appeal because people aren't going to be really going there except to pick up food. So kind of makes sense, especially if yeah. we're going to, I mean, delivery, I'm sure will not go away. Like just, no, yeah, like, I don't think so. Just because people are starting to go back to restaurants. So, uh, I think the convenience is too, too, I've um, definitely been spoiled. It's by too convenient. <laughs> the convenience is too convenient. It's too convenient. <laughs> it's too convenient. Um, and this will make it even more convenient because there'll be something even closer. Yep. Yep. You can get your Wendy's, Sandwich. Yeah, it's a really smart idea. Yeah. Really. Um Yeah, they're really yeah. they're going all in. Seven hundred ghost kitchens. Well, I hope there's one near us. Yeah. Even though we have a Wendy's like a Even right though down we, the street. Yeah, even though there's a Wendy's right down the street. Even though we don't Just need put one, one here. in our backyards. <laughs> <laughs> our own personal ghost kitchen. Can we sign up to have a Wendy's ghost kitchen <laughs> on our property? Um, on one's property, can you sign up for that? Yeah, or? Can I volunteer to have a Wendy's Ghost Kitchen? Thank you. <laughs> just have one operate out of my basement. <laughs> just just rent out your basement to yeah. a Wendy's Ghost Kitchen. I don't hey, use it. then you could you have Wendy's right there, yeah. and you could have a side income. <laughs> Wait a second, <laughs> is this brilliant? <laughs> All right, that's our show. Thanks for listening, everybody. We post episodes every Friday, and as always, the links to this week's stories will be in the episode description. You can subscribe to Knickknack News on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you listen to podcasts, and you can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash knickknacknews, on Twitter at at knickknacknews, and on Instagram at knickknacknews. And one more thing before we Special go. Special announcement. Uh, you may remember a while ago we had merchandise with our old logo on it, and then a while ago we also changed our logo to a new logo, but never updated that merchandise. <laughs> well, for those of you who've been waiting, your time is now. We now have merchandise with our new logo in all of its glory. Um, the link is the same. It's bit.ly slash shop. KKN is all caps. Shop is all lowercase. Uh, you could also go to Redbubble and search for Knickknack News, and you'll find us. You, you should. I, it's the, the, there's not the, much else. Named the SEO is pretty this, good. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we've got the logo on pretty much any kind of product you could ever imagine. Um, if you look at the front page of the store, it'll just show you like the six different designs you can get. But you can get most of those things on like T-shirts and. Uh, phone cases and shower curtains and socks and <laughs> leggings and masks. Tapestries. Tapestries. Um, wall art. Um, buttons. Did you say socks? I did say socks. Socks. Uh, I think one of them is on is available on a backpack. Um, a duffel bag. A duffel bag as well. Yeah, so... Um, Make sure you click through because then you can see. We got hats now. That's a new thing yeah. on Redbubble. So um, there's some hats with the logo. Um, yeah. So if you want to buy some knickknack news merch, uh, it would be really cool of you. I mean, it like. Yeah. And we, it also it supports us. It supports us. us too. <laughs> and yeah. And also when people see that, you can be like, knickknack news. It's this great podcast I listen to and you should listen to. Um, and also it just looks really good because our logo looks really good. Thanks again to the designer, Grace Gongleware, who. Uh, shout out. It. Yeah. Shout out to her. She's um, awesome. 
But yeah, so again, the, it's at bit.ly slash shop. That link will also be in the show notes. And like I said, you could also just search Redbubble for Knickknack News and that should get you there. All right, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.